Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show, coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska, where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Alaska, it's been a long time, but what is good? Listen, it has been two and a half months, but I am glad to be back with you. If you don't know me, my name is Scott Levesque, and I'm doing the midweek edition of the Must Read Alaska podcast. Listen, it's been a while, but I am glad to be back. And if you're an Alaskan, you understand, the summer is like a whirlwind. You get caught up in it, and next thing you know, it's August, and you have no idea where the last three months have gone. That's sort of my story, but regardless, I am back, and I am excited, and I'm coming to you at a pivotal time right now as we discuss two very important things, the COVID vaccine and the mass mandates. Now, today, before we even get started, you know what I always ask of our listeners, and that's two things. Number one is the most important one. If you could just take a minute and give us a five-star review, it would be incredibly helpful. It helps us with search engine optimization. It helps get our podcast out there. And it just lets us know that we we got listeners and you're listening to it and you, and you love it. So if you could just take a moment, give us a five-star review, that would be incredible. Now, request number two is something that's obviously optional. Both of them are. But If you could take another minute and give us a written review, that would be phenomenal. Engagement in the podcast always helps when people are searching for Alaska politics and just what's going on in Alaska in general. So if you could take a minute just to give us a five-star review, that would be great. If you want to go that extra mile, if you're that extra mile guy or gal, hey, take another minute and give us a written review. We love hearing from our listeners. It's been incredibly positive, and uh, we just want to thank you. This is made possible because of our listeners, readers, and donors. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. And uh, and like I said, it just helps us. It, it's just a great way. We're at 77, um, I guess, most of it's been five-star reviews, but we're at 77 reviews. We're trying to get to 100 by the end of August, and only you guys can make that possible. So again, thank you so much. Take a minute and go ahead and do that. And if you want to take an extra minute and give us a written review, we'd love that as well. Well, let's get into today. Listen, there's a lot to talk about. And I know most of this podcast is going to be about mass mandates. But before we even go down that rabbit trail, which is going to be a rabbit trail, I tell you, we're going to look at a Harvard study that just was put out, a poll that shows that 56% of Alaskans support mandatory COVID vaccinations. Now, before everybody gets out of control and says, what's going on? Don't worry. I did the research for you. I dug into the numbers. Okay. And if you know anything about these these uh, polls and this kind of research, you know that you can fudge any number to make it say what you want to say. And so what I did is I looked at the methodology. I looked at some of the questions that were asked and really the four areas of vaccination that they're looking at, the four areas that they are suggesting uh, mandatory vaccination. Now, the four areas are as follows. Requiring everyone to get a COVID-19 vaccination. Requiring a COVID-19 vaccination to get on an airplane. Requiring children to get a COVID vaccination in order to allow 
in school. And the fourth one is requiring college students to get a COVID-19 vaccination in order to go back to university. Now, what they did is this. They took two different time periods. They surveyed about 21,733, not about, that's the exact number, in April and May. Asked those same four vaccine mandate questions. Then what they did is in June and July, they posed that question to about 2,669 people. Same question, same vaccine mandated question, those four, to 2,669 people. And what they did is they juxtaposed those two responses to each other to look to see where what they say their sample size of America is moving towards when it comes to vaccine mandates. Okay, so if you've got that in your head right now, the bottom line is this. Two different time periods, same four questions. They're looking at where America stands now as opposed to back in April and May. Interestingly enough, we get some of those answers. And what I'm about to tell you in terms of percentage are those who either said approve or strongly approve. My thought is this. There is four choices. There's strongly disapprove disapprove, approve, and strongly approve. I do not think they would put in there an unknown, but that may be the case. Now, the numbers they give us when asking these four questions, they really look at the people that either said approve or strongly approve. Now, the percentages of those people. These are the percentages they're giving us. So, for the example, if in April and May of 2021, The question was asked, do you approve of federal, state, and local governments requiring everyone to get a COVID-19 vaccine? And 62% said approve or strongly approve. And I know I'm doing elementary here. That would mean 38% either said disapprove or strongly disapprove. Okay? Now that we've got all that kind of squared away, here's the deal. I'm going to give you the raw numbers based on these percentages. And I'm going to give you some of the subcategories that really explore the, the totality of each section. So, with the question, do you approve of the federal, state, and local governments requiring everyone to get a COVID vaccine? Here's what happened. In April and May of 2021, a total of 62% of the 21,733 people that were surveyed said they approve or strongly approve of that. In June and July of 2021, it bumped to 64%. Now, below that are all subcategories of those totality percentages. And that's where you get into the weeds of who is actually saying they approve or strongly approve. So in the, in the question of, do you approve of the federal, state, and local governments requiring everyone to get a COVID-19 vaccine, the total number of people who approve or strongly approve in June and July of 2021 was 64%. Now, when you break that down, let's go to political affiliations. Okay? That is that is the one place we want to look at right now, particularly here at Must Read. Out of the 64%, okay, of the totality, here's what how's our broke down? We broke it down into Republican, Democrat, and Independent. That's how it broke down. So out of the registered Democrats that took this survey, 84% of them said approve or strongly approve for that particular question. 
The independence was 57% said approve or strongly approve. Republicans, 45%. So in the question of do you approve of the federal, state, and local governments requiring everyone to get a COVID-19 vaccine, 45% of Republicans answered approve or strongly approve. 84% of Democrats said approve or strongly approve. And 57% of independents said approve or strongly approve. An overwhelming number an overwhelming number in the Democratic portion, those who are registered Democrats, believe that federal, state, and local governments should require everyone to get a COVID-19 vaccine. 45% of Republicans approved or strongly approved of that statement. So that's just the breakdown. Okay? And that's over everybody that was surveyed. That's not state-specific. We'll get there in a minute. Now, question two. Do you approve of federal, state, and local governments requiring COVID-19 vaccines to get on a plane? We break down the June and July 2021 numbers. 70% of the total who were surveyed said they approved or strongly approved. Now, let's break that down. Independents, 64% of them that were registered independent or perhaps didn't have a political affiliation 64% of them approved or strongly approved of that statement. Democrats, 87% of them approved or strongly approved of that statement. Republicans, 52% approved or strongly approved of that statement. That's up by 3% from the April and May survey, which was at 49% of Republicans approved or strongly approved of that statement. Bottom line, and we'll go through the next two statements. The bottom line is this. People are starting to agree with mandated vaccines, particularly with COVID-19. Let's go with the third question. Do you approve of the state, federal, and local governments requiring children to get a COVID-19 vaccine in order to be allowed in school? June and July surveys said 61% agree with that statement which means they approve or strongly approve. Let's go down to the numbers. Politically. Independents, 55% approve or strongly approve. Democrats, 81% approve or strongly approve. Republicans, 41%. Now, all of those numbers are up from the May-April survey that was done. So if you look at the numbers... Republicans over the last couple of months increased their percentage from 38 to 41. Democrats, 76 to 81. And independents, 53 to 55 percentage point. Percentage. The last question. Do you approve of federal, state, and local governments requiring college students to get vaccinated in order to go back to university? Again, this is specifically asking about the COVID-19 vaccine. In June and July, 66% of All who were surveyed either approved or strongly approved. Again, let's break that down by political affiliation. Independents, 60% approve or strongly approve of that statement. Democrats, 85% approve or strongly approve of that statement. Republicans, 47%. Interestingly, on this question, that has not changed percentage-wise. In April and May, 47% approved or strongly approved. June and July survey, same number, 47%. So what does this mean? Well, there's a couple things. 
This study in, in this poll is showing that across the board, in totality, people are starting to move towards approval of mandating vaccines, specifically to those four questions. There, it's been an increase. There's been an increase in approval percentage. Now, does that mean that the sample that was taken, whether it was back in June, I'm sorry, whether it was taken back in April and May or June and July, those are the two. So April and May is one survey. June and July is the other survey. And they're looking at compare the numbers and percentages across the board. Yes, there's been an increase in percentage of those who approve or strongly approve of COVID-19 vaccine mandates in those four areas. Again, that's requiring everyone to get a COVID vaccine. The second question or statement is requiring COVID-19 vaccine to get on a plane. Third one is requiring children to get a COVID-19 vaccine in order to be allowed in school. And the last one is requiring college students to get a COVID-19 vaccine in order to go back to university. So we have that there. My problem is this. There's two things I do not know, okay? What the survey does in the appendix in in the state data, it does tell me this. It breaks down state data by each question. So, for example, requiring everyone to get a COVID-19 vaccine in Alaska, they say 61.1%, excuse me, 56.1% agree or strongly agree or in their terms, approve or strongly approve of that statement. For requiring COVID vaccine to get on an airplane, they say 56.1% approve or strongly approve. And this is just Alaska now. Requiring COVID-19 in order to vaccine in order to be allowed in school. So that's children. 50.1% approve or strongly approve. And requiring a COVID-19 vaccine in order to go back to university. They they're saying 55.1% approve or strongly approve of that statement. Here's my problem with this, okay? It's very simple. I don't know a couple of key pieces of information. Now, what they do tell you is the margin of error is eight, and they do tell you the number of Alaskans that were surveyed. My problem is this. The number of Alaskans that were surveyed, are you ready? 208. 208 Alaskans were surveyed. We here at Must Read Alaska get more responses by far than 208. Here's the other thing. I don't know the political affiliation breakdown. I do not know, again, male, female, ethnicity, age range, education, uh, income. I don't know any of that for those who were surveyed in Alaska. I don't know any of that. So when we have this breakdown, what I would have loved to see is out of the 208 people that you surveyed, which again, I have to say, I don't know how they were surveyed. I didn't read that far in some of these, uh, in this methodology. But if it was phone calls, I can understand why there was such a a low amount. But I would want to know out of those 208, how many were Republican, Democrat, independent. I would want to know the breakdown that they provided in totality to the questions. 
that were asked above. So they break down in each question the total percentage in response. They break down male, female, ethnicity. Like I said, I can go through the list, but I don't have that by state. And I would have loved to have seen that by state because I think when you listen, the numbers can be skewed because out of 208 people, if you call 150 of them that are registered Democrats, you're gonna you're gonna have swayed information. So I don't know. I would have loved to have known. But I, what I want to know is what do you think about this? What do you think about this survey? Do you do you I would assume everybody wants to know more of the raw data, more of the numbers, specifically for Alaska. I would. But again, we are starting to gain traction and momentum. At least the narrative out there is there's traction and momentum for forced vaccinations. And at least our readers have really pushed back against that. They're, they've really pushed back against that. I mean, we get more in response. And again, I'm not saying that our response are pure numbers in terms of one person, one vote. But I can tell you that we definitely get more responses when we ask these questions about mandatory vaccines or masking or any of that than 208. And it's been overwhelmingly, predominantly, no, against. Or in their terms, in their terms in general, it's strongly disapprove or disapprove. So I'm curious uh, as we break these down more and more, and again, I'd love to see the state breakdown of these subcategories to the total, like I said, male, female, ethnicities, age ranges, uh, educational background, all of that. I'd love to see that, but I'm not. I'm not seeing that. So the bottom line in this survey and <clears throat> the study, it's showing a increase in those who are willing to... Um, approve of or strongly approve again as they say as well of forced vaccination and they asked three different areas the biggest one obviously is the first question which is the you know the coup d'etat if you will of of all questions which is this okay the question is really this do you approve of the federal state and local governments requiring everyone to get a vaccine a COVID-19 vaccine I mean that really is the predominant question and everything underneath is just Okay, if you don't agree with that one, let's ask these particular areas. Travel, particular airplane travel, children back in school, and college students back in university. Interesting study. I, again, I've always got these skeptical hippo eyes when it comes to uh, understanding the raw numbers. I want to see raw data. I'm not seeing as much as I'd like, but here we are. All right, let's move on. That was not a quick hit by any means. That was a long... But listen, when you're... Go on to Must Read Alaska... And you're going to find this story. It is it is an important story for you to read because, again, it's pushing the narrative out there of people are more and more willing to just say, let's get people vaccinated. Let's, let's have this a mandatory vaccine. And so it's if you want to read it on Must Read Alaska and dive in and get the link to look at the uh, the actual study yourself, it's under Harvard University poll says 56% of Alaskans support mandatory COVID vaccines. And that's, again, under the 907 portion of our Must Read Alaska website. Now, let's let's move away from vaccinations and move towards 
mask mandates because that's the thing that's coming up right now. That's the thing here in Anchorage and in Kenai and you know all around the state that people are, are starting to, to move towards and ask the question, should students, particularly in this sense, let's look at mask mandates in schools because that is the hot topic right now in Alaska. Now, the Kenai Borough has decided to not, I repeat, not embrace a mask mandate for children going back to school. Now, on the Kenai, there's been a lot of pushback on this all last year. There was a lot of people who were frustrated, who felt uh, disenfranchised. They felt like their children were not getting the educational uh, needs met. And thus, there was a lot of parental support to remove the mask mandate and to allow students to go back to school without having to wear any mask at all. And so the Kenai Peninsula uh, said that masks will only be optional in schools when they open this fall. Meaning, hey, and I and I like this move. Meaning, you can allow students and parents who feel uh, uncomfortable with having their student in school without a mask. Fine, you can have a mask, but they're also allowing parents to let their students go back to school, let their kids go back to school without having to wear a mask because they don't want it. And I think that's a fine compromise. Uh, we've got this up on Must Read Alaska as well under Kenai Schools Won't Have Mask Mandate. The school board heard from about 140 parents who wrote emails on the topic and more than a dozen who spoke at Monday night's school board meeting. The board left it for Superintendent Clayton Holland to decide how best to mitigate the spread of COVID-19, the contagious virus that is raging across the globe. Again, I'm reading this from the article. Quote, human connection is vital to our students, Holland said, and masks interfere with that connection. Observers of the meeting said there was an overall change of tone for the better at the school district. They are at least listening to conservatives now, one parent said. Holland said that there were that were there in local authorities such as tribal authority. He will leave the decision to the school local school leaders. He cited that when the district had mass mandates last year, not a single student in the Russian Old Believer schools attended school, Holland said. Holland said he would allow those decisions to be made locally in remote communities, okay, giving giving autonomy to those communities out there. Now, the Kenai, you know, again, the school board sort of threw the responsibility to the, the superintendent, I think, after hearing... Uh, Mr. Holland's remarks, he is not going to force students to wear a mask to be able to get back to school. Now, he has left the option open that if parents feel more comfortable with their student masked up, great, awesome. But that's not the case here in Anchorage. Anchorage has decided, and again, with a lot of pushback from parents, decided to actually enact the mask mandate again. And again, this is up on must read Alaska. Our fearless leader, Suzanne Downing, has, has been right into the mix of all this. Um, let's read a little bit here. Over 100 people testified at the Anchorage School Board on Tuesday, that's yesterday, and most stated that their children's social, psychological, physical, and emotional health were being put at risk by the superintendent's mask mandate for the coming school year. Another 914 parents sent emails to the school board on the matter of the masks. Now, what's the problem with this? Well, there has been a lot, a, a, a lot of parents who are now making the claim that if 
this is going to be enacted by Superintendent Dina Bishop, that they are going to do the following. They're going to pull their children out of public schools or they're going to move. Or uh, pulling out of school could also mean homeschooling. So the ASD is now in a pickle because by doing this, by enacting this mass mandate, you are forcing parents to make a really difficult decision, a very difficult decision. And part of that decision is, are they going to keep their kid in public school or are they going to do variety of things? Co-op schooling? Are they going to do homeschool? Are they going to put them in private school? What are they going to do? I know for a fact that the uh, Anchorage Christian Schools has seen a record enrollment this year just based simply on the fact that they are not enacting a mask mandate. Just on that. That's it. If we listen to this, what happens to the children who choose not to comply? Question mark. Kim Paulson asked the board. Would they be expelled, she asked. Now, we don't get a response there, but again, there is a real pushback right now by parents regarding this. Downing writes, suicides outnumber COVID deaths in children and further interventions with masks are a net harm, said one parent. At least two parents said they are now considering moving to the lower 48 due to the masking of children in the public schools in Anchorage. The mask question was treated as an action item on the agenda, but in fact, it was a non-action item. The board simply supported the ruling of the superintendent without a vote. Board member Dave Donnelly asked the rest of the board if they would agree to ask the superintendent to reconsider her plans to accommodate the many parents' concerns and the testimony given Tuesday night. But his motion died for lack of a second. So here we are. We are now in the point where we're going to ask children to mask up again the least affected by this virus we're going to ask to to mask up to make matters worse we have an individual who is frankly uh very interesting we have this up on must read alaska as well there was a school board member who who simply said something that was incredibly egregious I'm going to read because Suzanne does a great job of explaining this. New Anchorage School Board member Kelly Lessons waxed philosophic at the end of Tuesday's board meeting. Get ready, folks. The board had just rubber-stamped the mass mandate implemented by Superintendent Dina Bishop, and the meeting was coming to a close when Lessons issued her remarkable statement. You ready? She supports the masking of children because... Drumroll, please. I'm gonna, I don't know if you're going to hear this. It's not really a fundamentally free society that is America. Yeah. Did you know America is not fundamentally free? I thought that's what we built our entire society on. thought that's what the Constitution was built on. But no, apparently, according to... The Anchorage School Board member, Kelly Lessons, the U.S. is not a fundamentally free society. Lessons went on to explain, I'm reading from the story now, that she doesn't drive on the wrong side of the road or sell alcohol or tobacco to children, nor does she pass a school bus when it's flashing, when its lights are flashing. To her, masking children is a safety precaution for the children, 
until every child 12 years and older whose parents want them to be vaccinated is vaccinated. Plus, two weeks beyond that time for good measure. That's where she will stand on the issue. It's truly amazing. Truly amazing. I would suggest that you go onto Must Read Alaska. It's under Civics Lesson from School Board Member. Masking kids is okay because it's not a fundamentally free society, and that's in regards to the United States of America. There's a video on there that, if you don't believe it, you can see the video where Miss Lessons tells us that America is not a fundamentally free society. Now, what I like there is the bait and switch. We talk about our right as parents being likened to selling drugs and alcohol to children or passing by school buses or driving on the wrong side of the road. That's a logical fallacy there that she's trying to make. But nonetheless, this is a pretty standard uh, tactic by the left to continue to use logical fallacies to try to make a point. Letting parents decide whether or not their children are going to be vaccinated and or their children are going to wear masks is not the same as selling alcohol and tobacco to children. I'm sorry, Ms. Lessons. And to describe our society as not free is... I don't even know how to describe that other than absolutely ridiculous. The fact that you were able to say that is a direct reflection of a free society, my friend. My ability to object and disagree with that statement directly reflects the fact that this is a free society, but let's not get in the way of facts. Let's just circumvent them to make what we want policy. And again, I hate this this tactic of logical fallacies here. I mean, this is ridiculous. The ability for a parent to choose whether their kid is masked or not masked is not the same as selling alcohol and tobacco to them. I'm sorry, that is ridiculous on the face. And anybody who falls for this is is absolutely absurd. It's absurd. But this is where we're at, people. And this is this is the exact reason why voting and being civically engaged to help Miss Lessons learn a lesson is so important. It's so important. Listen, I, I harped on this on this entire situation when we were talking about voting in the mayoral race here in Anchorage. I'll harp on it when it comes to school board and it comes to anything. When it comes to anything involving local, state, and national politics, we need to be involved because what ends up happening is the people, particularly in local politics, the people that decide our day-to-day lives are sitting in school boards and are sitting at the assembly are in office as mayor. Those are the people that are deciding how we can and will live our life. And apparently, we are fundamentally not a free society. So with that in mind, I leave you with this. What are you going to do about these really important issues that are coming up? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harp on this real early. Next year... There is going to be a race for four or five assembly seats. I don't remember the exact number. If you're not engaged now, I don't know what's going to get you engaged. I love the response 
for the for the mayoral race here in Anchorage. I thought it was a great response. I thought everybody did their civic duty. And again, if Forrest would have won, I would have said the same thing. Everybody needs to get out and they need to vote. But at the end of the day, your lives and what is happening to your kids are not being dictated by those who believe in freedom. They're being dictated by those who believe that our society is not free and they know what's best. That, my friends, is the mark of a society which is not free. And so am I concerned? Absolutely. But at the same time, too, we need to be aware and you need to be engaged and involved. And that is why I am back because, man, it is, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. And we will see in the fall how this turns out. And certainly in the spring when there are assembly seat races, I would encourage you like I did during the mayoral race, get involved. We need people to get involved. All right, well, that time went by real quick. I got to admit, it's probably the Harvard study that really threw me for a loop on time. But I'm back. I'm a little rusty, but we're going to get into it, okay? We're going to get into it. And uh, like I said, we love our listeners. We love the people that support us, and we appreciate you dearly. Those who donate, those who listen, those who read, we love you. We appreciate you, and it's because of you that we can keep going and keep continuing putting out this great content. I want to thank Suzanne Downing, John Quick, this incredible team. You guys have been phenomenal. I love working with you, and we're back, and we are going to continue to provide a full holistic picture of the news and not just try to slant you on one side or the other. At least that's what I'm trying to do. I don't know. That's just my goal here. But uh, in addition, listen, if you want to continue to support us and help us to be able to put out content, uh, what I would recommend you doing is going to mustreadalaska.com. In the upper right-hand side, you'll see support must read. Go ahead and support us. Like I said, every little bit helps. It keeps us fighting against that left-leading, very narrative-specific media. Uh, I know they love and hate us at the same time. I mean, my goodness, I think they make more money talking about us than they do about actual news. But regardless... We want to thank you. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, Rumble, YouTube, all that. Subscribe, like, uh, ring the notification bell, whatever it is, get connected because it's important that we are able to get you the news, not only in a timely manner, but as quick as possible. Uh, you can find all of those uh, outlets, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, Parlor, YouTube, by our handle. And it's must read Alaska, all one word. All right. Well, thank you so much. Until next week, we'll see you.